learning, stretching your brain, making a good time. Posh Kermit voice. Welcome to Learning with Wes and Mitchell. I am Mitchell Willard. I'm Wes Hall. Wes, are you uh, trying something a little bit different out uh, yeah, this episode? I've been trying to practice my posh Kermit the Frog. Okay, posh Kermit. So that's sort of like posh spice. Uh, was very sort of uppity, uh, very like upper Have class you ever seen, English. Um, don't, don't, it's not Hawthorne Heights. What is it? Um, <laughs> oh man, are you <laughs> uh, Downton Abbey? <laughs> Downton Abbey is what I meant to say. Um, yes, the, those they've got the upstairs and the downstairs, so you would be an upstairs. Yes, the la- um, like the ladies in the show in Posh Kermit. Okay, um, so Kermit as in uh, the frog. Kermit the frog. And the, his, the happy frog puppet man. And, the, uh, and his wife, P- uh, Miss Piggy. Did, did they get married or did you? I, are you doing a Kermit voice or are you Kermit now? Um, it's a big legal thing. Uh, you know how Kermit the Frog, the voice of Kermit the Frog was recently let go? Um, yes, yeah, I did hear about because that, Because he's not a good guy. They said they yeah. need someone to be Kermit. I said, uh, alright, I'll be Kermit, but under one condition. <laughs> that you've got to be posh. You've got to be posh, Kermit. <laughs> Have you gotten any response on that from the uh, Henson Company? No, but I'll just, I don't want to be unprepared for when they say definitely come in. So I just wanted to be prepared for it. So okay. I've been practicing. So you think probably for... For the whole episode, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just this episode or for the rest of the entire run of the podcast? Um... Because we're probably, I'm thinking we'll probably do about 500 episodes and we'll see at that point if we want to keep going. If people are interested. Yeah. <laughs> If we haven't gotten a response by the time we do 500 episodes, I think we may call it then. But And, and we may start something else new. And it's the same thing in a different name. Yeah. Um, and maybe then I'm doing Australian Kermit. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's a good next step. But this is very good for right now. Yes, uh, we'll see how long this goes on for. Might take a break from it. I don't know. Should I take a break from is it? it? Is it difficult for you? Is it painful in any way? It's not or? painful. I may just end up slipping out, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'll I'll be kind of keeping tabs on you, and if I feel like you've slipped out of the posh Kermit at all... Yeah, let me know, because that's something about the Muppets that's so specific. It's like there's a lot of improv in right. the Muppets, and, and you've you got to be in character. Exactly. You can't be slipping out if you're in the middle of a performance, um, because that... I think the the Muppets are all sort of about that childlike wonder and magic. Yes, and if the second they say cut and you get out of uh, Kermit the Frog, and then everyone's going to say, oh, the magic's gone. Yeah, but if you were right in the middle of performing as posh Kermit, and you were sort of saying like, oh, five minutes, everyone, five minutes. Hey, you can't, you can't do that. Oh, I was just... No, I... I just no, it's like my thing is the Kermit, the posh Kermit. Okay. You can. Uh, who do you like? Can I do a different kind of like? Kermit? Um, or should that's I just Kermit's avoid sort of Kermit my altogether? Territory. So can I do a different posh? Uh, yeah. Or should I just sort of avoid your whole? Sort no, it's of okay. O- if, you, if you don't feel like being original, you can do that. 
Okay. Um, let me, I guess, just try and come up with something sort of off the dome. Okay. Um, okay, how's this? Posh Mad Max. Hmm. Hmm. Just get in the mindset of Mel Gibson. I don't know. At this get point, in his I, I don't even want to do posh at this point because it's just sort okay, of... Okay, what were you going to do? I just feel like I'm biting your stees. Um, I want to race these cars. <laughs> Damn it. And I did it, so... That was exactly what I was going to do. Fuck. Okay. Okay, something completely original. This is a character unlike anything you've ever heard before, okay? Yeah. My wife. And is this person married? Yeah, obviously, because he's talking about his wife. He's It's sort of like a, my, my wife, very nice. So you be that guy, whoever he is, I'll be. Fosh Kermit. Okay, um... God, normally this is, I think, where we would get a suggestion from the audience, but uh, this isn't like a a live medium. For like a scenario, I think. Okay. Like, how are Posh Kermit and... I don't have a name for this character. Maybe something like... Wowie Wowoo. (laughs) Wowie Wawa is a very good name for the character. I was thinking something maybe like... uh, Like, Borbit. Bori Boris Boris Karloff <laughs> Boris Karloff So that character is sort of like Posh Kermit my, my, my name is Boris Karloff <laughs> My a, wife My name's a, a Posh Kermit Is that his, his poshest part of the name? Uh, I'm, I'll let them decide what they want his name to be Okay But for now, yeah So let's say that we are um, in, in a tea shop We're in a tea shop um, okay. Get into character here. Uh, he- hello, my, my name is Boris Karloff. Hi, I'm, uh, uh, Posh Kermit. It's a very nice to meet you, Posh Kermit. Have you met my wife? I uh, know, uh, but have you, uh, got my tea? I... I have I have not drank in the tea, but what? I could make oh, it can wrestle. You get, uh, can you get, get the coffee or the tea for me? <laughs> I feel like that is a bit of an imposition since we only have you just met. You work at the coffee shop, <laughs> the, the tea shop. Yes, and I do work at have the coffee met, shop. Have you met my wife, Miss uh, Miss uh, Pig? Your wife. My wife. My wife, uh, Miss Pig. Hey, um, Wes, I feel like maybe sort of talking about my wife is my character's thing, Boris Karloff. No, but uh, I mean, it's pretty established that like Kermit and uh, the, the pig are like in a relationship. Yeah. Well, everybody saw the wedding of Piggy and Kermit. Yeah. But you just, I mean, if you just made up this character, my character's history is more established. <sighs> but... That's sort of, I felt like that could be my character's catchphrase, as he just says, okay. like, oh, my wife. So, what am my, is it my, look, this is my, my spouse, uh, Miss That's Pig. pretty good. What about, can you try that again? Can you take that again, but uh, with li- like life partner? Uh, <laughs> my life partner. <laughs> that's the catchphrase. So, that's <laughs> Boris Karloff's catchphrase is, my wife. And, and uh, Posh, Posh Kermit's is my life partner. 
Yeah. Um, Maybe we should go ahead and uh, do our first... Is this about learning? Here we go ahead and start learning about uh, our first I think I think we just learned a lot about uh, sort of improvisation techniques um, and, and world building. But uh, yeah, let's move on to another topic. Now, this one has sort of a backstory to it. Um, I was uh, I was driving um, last week uh, and I was behind this car and I noticed that they had a, uh, a license plate uh, that... You know, sometimes you'll see license plates and they, you'll see vanity plates that are very specifically, it'll say just something like, uh, Katie or, you know, just like dog life. Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy's home, which is a very long one and very hard to sort of do. And uh, it's weird. With a limited number of characters. Cause like, what if he drives that car from home? What if he drives? Like the only time he you're leaves, seeing that he leaves the home. only time you're seeing that car that license plate is when he's not home. Yeah, that's very sad. I don't like to think about that because it's very sad. Yeah. Um. So, and because your dad Banksy is not home. <sighs> that's why it's he's so not sad at your home because my dad Banksy is never home. Um, and I've never met him or seen him. Um. But anyway, you know, this is about learning, not about me. Um. You'll see license plates that are clearly a vanity plate that somebody uh, like paid extra for to, to get their specific license plate they wanted. You'll also sometimes see um, license plates that maybe like could spell something. Sure. Um, but, but maybe that's just a fluke. Um, this one I saw was right on the cusp of that. It was right on that cusp. Uh-huh. Um, and what it said, and I'll say it letter by letter first, uh, it was G-A-Y-E-6-G. Now, that 6 sort of looks like a G in that sort of blocky license plate style. So this license plate said, gay egg. I wonder if the 6 had to be there because someone had already gotten the gay egg plate. That was one of my theories, is that that gay egg was taken so they had to get a six in there to sort of um be a surrogate g Mm -hmm. one of my other theories is that this was a complete fluke and they did not intend to have this license plate that makes me think of my surrogate gma yeah fran (laughs) your surrogate gma fran yeah my surrogate grandma fran okay surrogate g well you said surrogate g and i was just like oh that's <laughs> surrogate G Ma Fran. Yeah. I like that phrase a lot. Surrogate G Ma Fran. Um, Sounds like a Star Wars character. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Star Wars since the last episode? Oh, I've seen all eight. Wow. Yeah. How'd you like them? Well, it was weird because I didn't know that they were animated. Hmm. And that they're on Netflix. And, like, mm. it's kind of weird. It seems like I'm picking up in the middle of something, like the Clone Wars. No, that's right, though. All eight of those. There seems to be more than eight, uh, Like, but I just can't. Uh, like, I'm looking at them online, and but they're not on the yeah. streaming website. No, that sounds right. Um, here's my other theory about, uh, about gay egg. Um, oh, and I already touched on this a little bit, was that it was completely unintentional. Mm-hmm. Um, that this was just a random alphanumeric 
uh, sort of juxtaposition. Alpha Centauri. Yes, that's relevant. Um, <laughs> the random Alpha Centauri. Centauri. Centurion. Alpha Guard. Which is <laughs> free associating now. Um, no, uh, no. This has to do with your gay egg. <laughs> Okay, so this was completely unintentional, um, which leads me to believe if gay egg could happen just by happenstance, like what other sort of license plate uh, mishaps could happen? Like, could a license plate just say like ass butt? Yeah, and, you and it was know. completely not on purpose. It's just now that's your license plate forever. Yeah, it was random. You randomly got asked, but yeah, or just like fuck me. Yeah, which I guess without that inflection, because you're just reading it, it could also just look like fuck me. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm asking, and um, then you run into some issues. But anyway, I wanted to see maybe if the internet had something to offer, so we're gonna go ahead and Google gay uh, egg. And the thing that popped up looks terrifying. Yeah, I don't like that. You should click on it. Okay. I want to see it. This is a YouTube video. I don't know if the mics will pick this up. So look up gay egg on look YouTube. Up, look up gay oh, egg. Oh shit, the next one is sexy gay egg. <laughs> it is uh, the same person. All right. I so think we know what it is now. We'll post a link uh maybe to this video uh in in the description or possibly um you should just never ever watch what we just watched. Uh or you can just google gay egg because it's the very first thing. I do feel like I have a much better understanding of it. Uh, also, the very second thing when you Google gay dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why that popped up. <laughs> Freudian slip. That was a Freudian slip. I'm very sorry. Um, <laughs> my reptilian dad is gay. Yeah. So it just kind of came out that way. The the second thing that happens when you Google gay egg is gay vulture dads hatch baby chick at Amsterdam's artist zoo. And that's beautiful. That is really beautiful. I love that. A family can come in any shape and size, and that includes gay vultures. <laughs> Don't forget about gay vultures. If your if your family is just you and two gay vultures, that's, that's still beautiful. A family yes, that's that's maybe even more a family. I think that a nuclear family that's like a man, mom, nope. <laughs> a man, mom. A man, dad, a lady, mom, and there, however many children. <laughs> I think that's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. I think that's. Let's sucks. get a gay vulture in How there. many gay vultures can we get in this family? Yeah. This family unit. I know that there's at least two gay vultures in this family unit that we're looking at, and if you think you can do better, post your results. <laughs> we have to take a break. <laughs>
Welcome back to Learning with Wes and Mitchell, and we are going to look up our topic of the day, and that topic sent to us by... Uh, Paul Aiden is programming. Here in the 21st century, a lot, uh, a lot of programming. Uh, it seems like everything is a pro sport these days. Uh, <laughs> Earlier I talked there's, about... Yeah, there's pro video gaming, like people play Overwatch professionally. Um, Earlier I talked about my um, surrogate GMA Fran. <laughs> um, and the reason... And I felt so bad. I, I know your surrogate GMA Fran. I just... I know her as um, Cutie Baby. Yeah. <laughs> and that's her... That's her... That's her programming name. Cutie oh, Baby. okay. So, so she's a programmer? She's she's a programma. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I I follow. Professional grandmothering. Yes. Is programming. Yes. And when she when she's just laying around just relaxing, you can tell that she's just surrogate G my friend. But when she's baking right. cookies, when she's doing all this crazy like stuff that is like very grandma-y stuff to do, um, you can you know that she's cutie baby, and you know to right. call her cutie baby because she's programming right now. She's programming, programming. Um, and is that sort of why she is? And I I never have asked about this because it seemed personal. But is that why she is your surrogate, Gma? Is because she's a professional. She's not your sort of blood relative, um, but she is a surrogate. Uh, she she was hired to be your grandma. Yes, exactly. Um, is there a service for that? Like, what do, do you mean? Do you like call a number and you're like, oh, I need another grandma. I ran out. Um, you'd have to ask my mom. That's who got me the surrogate, Gma. Okay. Um, Can we get her on the phone? Yeah. Yeah, let's get my mom on the phone. <laughs> hmm. Maybe she's busy. Maybe. She always does this, and that's why you she... The okay. Of... Before it says the number. Um, yeah. A lot of times she doesn't answer and i'm bothering her and um, that's why she thought when if you don't mind me asking when was the last time you talked to your mom um i think it was just before surrogate gma fran showed up interesting so you haven't seen her since then no. is it possible and this is going to sound crazy wes this is going to sound crazy is it possible that this is sort of a Mrs. Doubtfire situation? <clears throat> and my mom is my surrogate Gma Fran? Exactly. Wow, that's a lot. Does she in any way sort of resemble your mom, but maybe just wearing some um, prosthetics? I just wonder what that mentality, like, I wonder if it's like a, 
a layer of separation between being my mother that is like enabling her to take care of me more or like what's well, the end game of this and i i know that you have told me that you feel close with your surrogate gma fran uh sort of unlike you do with anyone else and you you open up to her she's sort of your rock and that's who you go to when yeah, you have a problem. And, and you never necessarily felt that way about your mom. So maybe your mom had to sort of reinvent herself as your surrogate Gma Fran. Yeah. So that she could get a closer relationship with you. I can see that because I have always felt, uh, and I've always said that old people are the best listeners. Right. Um, um, and it made my mom, and my mom was like, oh, I'm a good listener. I listen to you. And I'm like, no, mom. Old people are good listeners. Medium age people are the worst listeners because they think yeah. they know it. And young people are second place listeners. Yeah. So it, as far as listeners go, the first hierarchy place. hierarchy of listeners. First place, old people. Definitely. No question. Second place, uh, late teenagers to mid 20s. Mm-hmm. Which is what we fall into. Yes. Third place, even like, older people. Like, Okay. Like, people that are, like, ancient. Like, 90 plus. Yeah. Okay. What's fourth place, you think? Babies? Babies. Babies yeah. and toddlers. Let's we can just say fourth place together. is not good. It's not good already. Yeah. Even first place isn't that good because people want to... People don't listen. They just want to, like... And, Wes, I'll, the, I'm going to stop you right there. People don't want to listen. They just want to get what they have to say out. And yeah, they don't want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, what I would say is that they actually want to get their opinion out and they don't want to hear anything about and like, I, what your I thing would, is. I don't know if I agree with what you're saying necessarily. I think that it's more like people just don't want to hear what the okay, other one I has think, to but say. But the thing is, I no, we both know wanna, this. They just uh, want to know this. I think we get need to get back to what programming is. Because I think that was the question, is what is programming? And we know what programming is, so we don't even have to look it up. It's perfect for us because my surrogate Gma Fran, maybe, a.k.a. my mom, Maybe. Maybe. Question mark? My surrogate Gma friend, a.k.a. my mom, maybe, question mark, is a programmer um, when she's on the clock. Oh, what happens when she punches out for the day? Uh, she just sits around and farts. <laughs> and it's hard. Like, it almost seems like more work okay. than programming. I thought that that was maybe just something that she just did like normally, but that's sort of, I guess, her leisure activity. Because I've seen her do that. I'll be over there and I'll say, hey, surrogate Gma Fran. Um, and she won't even respond. She'll just let out a big fart. Yeah, and that's like her 15-minute break. And and like a really big, long fart. For like almost minutes. a 15-minute long fart. And when she's done, she'll go, yep. <laughs> she'll say oops <laughs> that's the program our response is oops. oops oops yeah old people do every time an old person farts it was a mistake yeah they didn't mean to <laughs> oops and it's usually when they're standing up mm-hmm <laughs> Or sometimes just walking. Sitting down. <laughs> or sitting down. <laughs> Any sort of movement yeah. usually will cause an old person to fart and say, oops. Yeah. 
And that's something that they've realized and something they can really hone in on to be a pro at. Now, is this this is something that I enjoy, but maybe this is sort of me not knowing enough about programming is when um, an old person will fart and they will say, well, better out than in. Yeah. Is, the, is that a professional thing to do or is that more sort of amateurish? That's kind of amateurish because it's obviously they're copying it from Shrek. Yeah. Um, because that's Shrek's catchphrase. Like, better out than in, I always say. Yeah. He does always say that. Yeah. No matter what it is. Just, I don't know if you've read, um, and I'll send, novelization. You, I'll, I'll send you a copy of this. Have you read it? No, not yet. It's okay. on my to-read list. You really should read it, but I'm going to say probably every two or three pages, he says, better out than in, I always say. And it's usually, I've heard that it's at the start of a chap- new chapter, and it's like, chapter three, better out than in, I always say, Shrek said. Said Shrek. As he farted. And I think it And killed all the... The animals in the forest. Yeah, it's a different. Um, it's it's different from the film, but I think it provides a nice sort of balance. It's a nice motif. Um, mm-hmm. in the novelization of the film. Well, it's how you transfer the visual medium to something that you just read. Like we can but, see the grossness that Shrek is in the movie. You can't see it, but so you have to see it in a different way, like through descriptions in your mind's of how he eye, farted. Right. So they really paint a picture by saying, "Better out than in." I always say, "Said Shrek as he farted, killing all the <laughs> animals in the woods." Yeah, because his fart is so gross. Yeah, it smells so bad that it, it kills all the little animals. Yeah. Um. So that's an amateur move for that's a pro- an amateur uh, for move. a programmer. Something that a programmer a programmer would do <laughs> is give you back scratches way past the time when you where it looks appropriate to do so, where you just pull like up your you're, shirt. You're too old. Yeah, I'm for that? way too hairy and old, and okay. just lay a crease a crease my lay a crease my my pro my programmer's lap. And she just uh, gives me a little scratch, and she sometimes goes a little far down to the butt and scratches my little butt, and she goes chicka 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 chicka. <laughs> that's that's a programmer. Move. That's professional. That's programming one hundred and one. That, that, <laughs> that is programming one hundred and one. Is when a programmer <laughs> when a programmer will Lazy lay you down. across their lap. Yeah. And scratch your little butt and go chicka chicka chicka. That's first chapter. Programming 101, chapter one. Scratch the butt. It's coochie coochie coo. And it, here's programming 101, chapter one. Scratch the butt. Better out than in, I always say, Shrek said as he <laughs> farted. Programmer said as she read the Shrek novelization to her. Uh, grandson here and i'm doing this from memory actually so maybe what we can do is google um programming 101 shrek scratch the butt hmm hmm scratch my butt gifts scratch my butt gifts so that i think will oh that's cute that's very cute. Okay, I think this is sort of training material for this is what for programmers. Yeah, this is what scratching is. Yeah, this is how you do it. 
And these are butts, and that's how you scratch butts. Um, what's interesting is I'm seeing a lot of sort of animals um, mm-hmm. scratching, scratching their, their butts. butts. Um, and that, I think, shows you that we have so much to learn from nature, from the natural world. Yeah, because we're just animals, after all. After um, all. After all that. After everything we've been through we're just together. Animals. We're just animals. Um but I think the way that we kind of rise above that <laughs> is to become uh, professional. Yes, pro programmers. Now, is there such a thing you think as a sort of the male equivalent of a programmer, um, like a programmer? Let's look it up. Programmer. I'm not uh, super familiar with programmers. Hmm. Hmm. Will the tuition? What will the tuition be for this program per quarter? Okay, maybe that's the the tuition the, for the programmer yeah. program. And this is this is an interesting career path to take because you're not really getting into your profession. You're like doing all this schooling. You're not going to be entering your profession until you're at least fifty. I think is the earliest age you could really like justify. Um, well, not really. I mean. Yeah, you can technically I, have a child at 13 or about. Yeah, what, so what if I wanted to sort of call up... Uh, a young grandma. Yeah, I want to call the, the programming service and I, I say, I'm looking for a professional GMA. A professional... Uh, a, a programmer. A programmer. You're familiar. You work at the place that does it. And they say, no, what is that? So I explain it and to so them and they say, oh my podcast. god, I always forget every time. Um, and I say, uh, that's okay. I totally understand. Um, now that we're both on the same page, I'm looking for a programmer and I would like it very much if my professional grandma could be a little boy. <laughs> and they say, well, you're the expert on all these things. Cause I just learned it from you. So let me check. I'm sure we have a they little check, boy. They check through their records. Their They've database. Got... They're actually just looking through the census. Yeah. So, I mean, they have... A little boy gets sent to your house. He's crying. <laughs> and you have you expectations. Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Grandma. Grandma, you're here. I'm so excited. I'm so glad that you're home. And Will the... you make me some cookies? And he just keeps crying. And he'll probably cry for a couple of months. Yeah. Or uh, at least... Two, two to five. Four, five max. Months. And you'll try to get out. And then when you restrain him, the neighbors will look at you strange and you'll say, he's got dementia. <laughs> or she, sorry, because it's, it's a program. She's got dementia. She's it's got okay. dementia. She's just a little bit confused right now. Don't worry about yeah. it. We've got professionals. We, uh, they're taking their medication. And she's just actually going to scratch my back now. Mm-hmm. And then you lay that little boy down on the driveway and you lay over his lap and you say, scratch my back, programmer. And he he has to because you're big and you won't get off until he does it. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Learning with Wes and Mitchell. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. New episodes come out every Wednesday on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and probably Apple Podcasts. And remember, always be learning.